quick before we get into this i want to give a special shout out to my friends at overtime for sponsoring this video their ios app is taking sports content to another level for the next generation of sports fans on their app you're able to get live box scores quick stats and the latest updates on your favorite players as they perform you can even click and get some of the latest stories on your favorite teams and other news around the different leagues you can play in daily pools make picks and challenge your friends and others to prove your sports knowledge as the best you can track these predictions in real time while watching games and stay up to date on how you're performing each and every week guys i've downloaded this myself and i'm already enjoying all the innovative features and my own successful picks go ahead and check out the overtime app by clicking the link down in the description you will not be disappointed what is going on everybody rb here welcome back to philly take with rb you know what to do smash the like hit the subscribe and hit the notification bell that way you're always notified whenever i upload or go live be sure to check us out on apple Podcasts and spotify leave a rating and a review speaking of which we still got a couple reviews that i did not have a chance to read we've been streaming a lot i feel like i haven't done a video in a year but shout out to junebug1008 who says awesome we love RB. The kid is awesome. Great play-by-play -play and videos. Keep up the great work. Would recommend to anyone who loves Philly sports. Junebug, thank you to you. And Real NBA Fan 14 says, one of a kind. RB is one of the best Philly sports YouTuber content creators. Shares his honest opinions and does live play-by-plays every Sixers game. Definitely five stars, and I would give it more if i could sixers courtside shout out to my guy sixers courtside much love to you man go check him out on instagram does great work over there for the sixers and shout out to everybody who's been helping us grow the brand of this channel but today we got to get into the philadelphia 76ers trade deadline um the trade deadline was very hectic it was very different and kind of unique in a way that really none of us expected um, as you can see, Woj tallied up the NBA trade deadline moves. Um, there were 16 trades, 23 teams involved, and 46 roster players, most ever in the last 35 years. It was very crazy. Um, a lot of people had mixed emotions about this, and now, you know, that kind of that emotional high has worn off the next day and that's why i wanted to talk about this now so we can really think logically uh, about our philadelphia 76ers we knew what we needed going going into it and although i have had mixed emotions overall i'm gonna say the sixers got better they did what they had to do they picked up a nice quality piece and i think we got better before we jump into that one more thing look at this picture man look at this man danny green him and Dwight got their championship rings yesterday. Shout out to Danny Green hitting clutch three after clutch three. Hit the dagger last night. And he's been so... I'm, I'm really glad that he survived the trade deadline. He's been very, very solid for us. Recently shooting, I think, 47% from three since the All-Star break. He's been awesome. He really has been awesome. And shout out to Danny Green. Great locker room dude and fits what the system needs. Um, and I'm glad that we, uh, I'm glad that we kept him. Daryl Morey commented about him last night said danny green is the most professional and consistent star player in the nba give us a chance to win every night and delivers in crunch time there was no way i think that uh daryl morey was trading danny green but philadelphia 76ers did make a trade and that was for george hill and that's what we got to talk about guys if you had been watching my content leading up to the draft the streams the vids you know george hill was on the top of my list he was one of my top 
coveted targets for the Sixers. Um, and the Philadelphia 76ers get it done via a three-way trade. They acquire George Hill from OKC. Ignas Brazadikis. Yeah, I learned how to say his name from New York. And uh, we send OKC Tony Bradley. Uh, and two second rounders and they also get Austin Rivers from the Knicks and then Vincent Poirier dang right R.I.P. Poirier in Philly and T. Ferg uh, go to the Knicks along with a second rounder from I believe OKC but look man um wow what a trade by Daryl Morey he was gonna have to use his pieces and I think he used them at the right time I think you know I was listening to a couple of Morey podcasts last night and this morning one with John Clark and he pretty much said like George Hill was on our list for a while we were you know we were high on him um and I'm glad we brought him in to solidify the second unit now George Hill um as we said before a former first round pick in 08 um, the guy never really turned into a star player, but he has been very, very consistent. I feel like he's been the same guy his whole career, just a guy who's going to come in, either start or come off the bench, but he's going to play 20 to 25 minutes a game, and he's just going to be that 10, 11, 12 points uh, per game kind of guy. He's going to facilitate. He's going to give you three, four assists, give you a couple rebounds. He's a nice two-way guard, can definitely handle himself on the defensive side, and George Hill overall, he just, he knows the game. In a way, I almost look at him as like a floor general type of player because you can plug him in with any unit. You can plug him in around any types of players. And and, and I said this before, leading up to the deadline, he is going to make every other player around him better, whether it's getting the shooters open, whether it's drive and dribble penetration and, and drawing defenders off. I, I think George Hill really understands the game and sitting at 34 years old, we'll talk about the injury concerns and all that in a second because some Sixers fans were going nuts. But if, and you know, if is a big if, given this team and everybody that goes down, and especially this year, but if George Hill stays healthy, I think he's going to really man and solidify that second unit, and I think it is a perfect pickup, and I think the Sixers got better yesterday. There were a lot of mixed emotions. I had mixed emotions. People were mad that we didn't go after Kyle Lowry. People were mad that we didn't get another piece. I think we have to take this day by day. And yes, I know there's a lot of people wanted us to go in and splash for Kyle Lowry, but I'll give Daryl Morey credit. I will give him credit because he stood, he stood in one place. He stands packed and he's not going to trade Matisse Thibel. I don't think he wanted to trade Maxi. I think him and Doc Rivers have a unique setup. They have a really good communication. They have a really good type of chemistry between the organization here. And I, I think that Daryl was in high communication with Doc. I think Doc really likes the roster, how they are right now. Um, and I think we can really compete, you know, and we added George Hill and I think that's what we needed, right? I've been saying we needed vets, we need experience, we need guys who are going to come in and man that second unit. And I think that's exactly what George Hill is. By the way, shooting 30, uh, 38.4% for his career from three-point range. He's a guy who has been one of the most skilled shooters off the catch and shoot in the last five, 10 years. If you look at the stats. Uh, George Hill is the perfect guy. He can play on the ball. He can play off the ball. And there's going to, so there's some unique scenarios. I want, I want to talk about it in a little bit. Um, but he's been around different locker rooms. He's been with the Spurs. He's been with the Pacers. He's been with Cleveland when they went on that championship run, even though LeBron carried. George Hill was a big part. He was shooting 46% from three when he got traded to Cleveland in 13 games. And this past year with the Milwaukee Bucks, he was shooting his career high 46% from three um, for an entire year. And he has been hurt multiple times, and that's definitely an area of concern. But I don't think we gave up too much. A lot of people were mad about Tony Bradley. Guys, it's Tony Bradley. We got a, a pure 
point guard who's going to be able to knock down shots and play defense and really help us in the playoffs. You can't be mad about Tony Bradley. I thought this was a great trade. Oh, and by the way, another thing that I think adding a guy like George Hill does is give the Sixers more flexibility, right? There's now this unique dynamic when it comes to the Sixers bench. Like I said, not only is he going to make the bench better, but think about this. There's even a way that you could take George Hill and possibly insert him into the starting lineup, have that tandem of Shake and Seth Curry coming off the bench. I've been saying, you know, from the beginning of the season that Seth Curry thrives off the bench. That's where he has throughout his career, especially with a team like the Blazers. Like, Seth Curry can come right off the bench, handle the ball, play off the ball. Shake can do the same thing. Um, that creates a, a possibility right there. You could even have a guy like Shake Milton come into the starting lineup, and you could insert George Hill into the bench and have George Hill and Seth Curry working together off the bench. There's a lot of different rotations, and also, I think that you could keep the starting lineup the way it is, have George and Shake off the bench, but... I would actually, like I said, have Seth come off the bench and then you could have Danny Green revert to his natural position of shooting guard. And I think that kind of creates a better dynamic. And like I said, George Hill can be a catch and shoot player. We could still space the floor. He could take the ball off of Ben Simmons sometimes. Overall, I think there's a win-win here. Um, the only other thing I got to be skeptical about is why Daryl Morey didn't send two second rounders to go and get a guy like Evan Fournier, right? He went to the Celtics. There was a bunch of madness. I don't know what the Celtics were doing, um, but they traded Daniel Tice for Mo Wagner. And then they traded two seconds for Evan Fournier, which is a good trade, but do they need that guard? They have a lot of depth there. So I don't I don't know why he didn't try to bite at that move. I would have really liked Fournier on this squad as a starter. Or a guy like Victor Oladipo looking at what the Rockets gave up. Think for a second, Daryl Morey with the Rockets for his entire tenure, and then think about when he left the Rockets in one year. Look at what they turned James Harden into. It's absolutely absurd. Uh, I know they missed Daryl Morey, and that's kind of the point I wanted to make. I got a little bit of a rant I want to go on for about a minute here, um, and that's about Sixers fans, right? So you have Sixers fans yesterday on Twitter, and even some guys on YouTube, like, Calling out the Sixers, calling out Daryl Morey, right? Calling out Daryl Morey. I heard Daryl Morey was washed. I heard George Hill was washed. First off, George Hill, he's been hurt this season. He's coming back from a minor thumb procedure. He played 14 games and he's averaging 12 points a game and shooting 38.6% uh, from three. How is that washed? The guy's but hasn't seen any drop off his entire career. But the Daryl Morey one, I mean, it's unbelievable what I'm hearing out here. All I got to say, guys, is the Sixers have been playing the best brand of basketball, or at least a top two or top three brand of basketball this entire year. We've seen these guys, and like Daryl said in his podcast uh, earlier today with uh, John Clark, and I was listening to it, like I said, he literally said, tell me any one of the guys that consistently plays on this team that has not reached their, their maximum peak of play in, in their entire career this year. And I agree. Look at all these guys and look how they have taken a step up under Doc Rivers. See the differences between Brett Brown's system and Doc Rivers. We just, we have an identity. We know what we're trying to do. And games like last night show me the chemistry, the camaraderie, it's all there. This team has a special chemistry to it. They have a special feeling, honestly. This is one of the most fun Sixers teams to watch in years. We've been atop the East all year. And Daryl even admitted, he said the Nets are probably the favorite going into the playoffs because of the star talent. But hey, this Sixers team has a special chemistry that's going to be hard to get to. And for the people out here, I mean, the, it's just so ungrateful and so selfish, bro. It, it really is. Like these idiots out, these casuals out here that don't watch the games every night. 
that don't see the way this team is playing together. And they want to call Daryl Morey washed because he didn't get Kyle Lowry. First off, it was on the Raptors who honestly choked by not taking a deal. They didn't get any compensation. They could have got compensation. Now they're going to let Lowry walk for free. Daryl stuck to his guns. He knows we have a core that's playing really well together. Guys that are playing the best ball of their career and beat at an MVP level, for example. And he didn't want to mess with that. So he was going to wait. And like he's always said, if the chess pieces aren't right, then we're not going to go at it at this moment. We're going to wait for the right time. It's just unbelievable. What else do you want us to do? You're, you, you people are so ungrateful. We have been playing some of the best ball in the league, and we, we've looked consistent. There's not been a lot of teams that have looked consistent. Even when some of our guys go down, we've looked consistent. The other thing I wanted to add is that, like I said, with George Hill, I think we, we've we made a big upgrade off the bench. I think he's going to solidify things a lot. Sure, there are still other needs we, we have to uh, address. There are. I thought the other thing that we could have went out and targeted, if you were on the live stream, I said this as well, a 3 and D guy. They said we were in the market for one, but I don't think the right guy was there at this time. I think there's going to be a lot of options in the buyout market. I thought maybe we were going to go for JJ Redick. JJ Reddick was on um he he was on the trade deadline apparently and got and at the last second went to the Mavericks. I didn't expect that coming. I'm glad he's not going to Brooklyn and he's not going to be in our conference. But for example, there's going to be other guys, right? Wayne Ellington. That some of the guys that got traded yesterday are not going to stay on their same teams because they don't need them. They're just expiring contracts and they're trying to get them out of there or they're not in their future plans. Avery Bradley's of the world, Otto Porters. There's other guys that we can target in the bio market. And like I've been saying, the bio market is going to be very, very uh, upcharged and electric during the next month. We're not a five seed. We're not an eight seed. We are the top seed in the East. Sure, it would have been nice to get a guy like Kyle Lowry, but he's not a super, superstar that's going to put us over the edge. And I'm not going to give up Matisse Thibel, Tyrese Maxey, and two first rounders to do it. I'm just not doing it. So overall, I think Daryl took the right approach. We, we played the waiting game. Miami ended up, you know, um, on the good side here with Victor Oladipo. Will he stay healthy? That Maybe that's a reason we didn't go for Depot, right? Because he's a guy that needs the ball in his hands. Is he going to stay on the floor? There are a lot more. There's a lot more things that go into it than just what you see on the surface. And I really do believe that Daryl has this team. Like I said, for once, I'm trusting in the Philly ownership. Putting my full faith up in them. They went out and got one of my top moves. And, and a lot of a lot of you guys like George Hill as well. Philadelphia 76ers had a successful deadline in my eyes because they got better. And there is still room to improve. We still have assets to build on. Or if some other move comes up, I think we are going to be in good shape. That's my thoughts. You guys, let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Are you happy? Are you mad? Are you satisfied? Have you come to your grips? What do you think about the Sixers deadline overall? Give me your thoughts down in the comment section. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I'll catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.